0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Courts Talks where I talk talk about anything and everything of interest to me, whether that be political, economic, social, technological, environmental, legal, you name it, I'll speak about it. today's episode, is just to announce, you know, happy new month. It's February and I feel like January was a trial run. Like all the things I said I wouldn't do for the new year, I did but I kind of gave myself and I've scrubbed myself clean and I'm on to the next month. And I just wanted to talk about the importance of staying true to you, especially as you evolve, you know. So funny how when we're learning and we're learning these themes in whatever qualifications we have, this idea of autonomy keeps coming up for me. And um, when you're a child, course you don't have it but as you get older it grows and I really want people to use it you know like there's a lot of things from zero to 18 you can't control but once you hit that 18 mark things get a lot more capacious for you there's more capacity for you of course it still grows and grows and grows they say your brain's not fully formed until you're literally 25 so I've still got a few months So I'm actually an adult, adult, adult. But as I get older, I feel more empowered because I know I have the ability to do more things and just accept what's been given to me, right? And that's in relation to many things. That's in relation to family. That's in relation to friends. That's in relation to career, education, housing. I can just say, you know what? I don't want it to be in this. I don't want to be in this space for whatever reason. So I can leave it. And you don't have to accept the subpar treatment that people are essentially forcing you to accept because they still have this vision of you as when you were younger and had lower self-esteem or when you were less empowered or when you were literally a child right and that's why a lot of people leave their parents because it's like they still think I'm a kid um and they want to control me but I think it bleeds out into a lot of other dynamics too I think it bleeds out into sibling relationships, friend relationships, career relationships, where people say, I knew you when you were young. Don't ever get too, I guess, too big headed because I'm always gonna put you back in your place. And as much as I understand what humility is, I don't agree with this concept of making people feel small all the time for things that they did earlier because of who they were earlier. Because these are, these are not people that are trying to help you evolve. These are people that are trying to belittle you, right? And clip your wings. And the way I see it, I get my glory from God. I get my ability from God. No one should ever undermine that. Never, right? It's just not their place. And I'm starting to feel an encroachment of people trying to do that to me. And I'm not with it. I'm leaving these spaces. I'm evacuating because I'm not going to accept that treatment under the guise of, oh yeah, um, you're my, but you're my, you're my sister. Oh, but you're my friend. Oh, but you're my whatever. You speak to me disrespectfully. I'm done. I'm out. Right? Because people don't acknowledge that you know when you shout and scream at a person, you can call it communication in your house, but to someone else, that's verbal abuse right? When you're swearing and cussing, you can say, it's just how I speak. Someone else can say, you know, this person has an inability to communicate evenly or appropriately, right? And when people are selectively treating you a way that they would not treat other people, that's when you have to just pull the cord. And when I say pull the cord, I mean, it goes so much further than, um, it goes so much further than, speaking to people about things because when I tell you people aren't listening and they believe the version of the story that they've told themselves in their heads then you just need to step away actions always speak louder than words someone saying they care for me means nothing they don't show it it means nothing I don't forget the nice things that people have done for me but I definitely don't rub it in their face that I do nice things for them also you know people are just so quick to forget the memory is mad i respect when someone's nice to me or does something nice to me i'm thankful and i respect it but it feels like when i'm doing nice things for people it's just belittled and it's undermined i'm not dealing with it anymore like it's just not what i'm gonna do personally and everyone's just gonna have to get with it or not have a relationship with me right and i think years ago I would never have had this this confidence to say, you know what, like, I'm not going to accept this treatment because, like a lot of people, everyone is desperate for connections no matter the quality. But for me, quality matters. And I have a bunch of people around me who are respectful, who are kind, who are rewarding to me. So why would I... It's not a case of um, me not knowing how the grass is green on the other side. It's me very well knowing. So why would I ever entertain any negativity in my life when there are a bunch of people who are so empowering to me, you know? And, and there's so many more people I can meet, right? And I'm able to have little brunches with new friends and get to know new people outside of my head because for a long time I was isolated, I was miserable and I think a lot of people banked on that. A lot of people were happy that it was not who I um, could be and not fulfilling my potential and they enjoyed it because it made them feel bigger but now I'm creeping into bigger and better territory, they're trying to cut me down, like they're trying to burst my bubble. And that's not going to happen, by the way, because it's just not my portion. But I will always be who I'm intending to be, regardless of what people decide or think of me. But my concern has always been who is true and who is not. Like Who genuinely wants to see me succeed and who doesn't? Because when I'm looking at people flourish, I'm always happy. Like, yeah, that's what you deserve. I want you to do well, but the energy doesn't reciprocate the point where I literally look at it like... So what am I, why am I sharing good news? I'll just swallow it to myself and not, and not say it to anybody. Because they make it their mission to chip at the little confidence I have in my life. And it's very little, right? I lost all my social capital when I decided to step away from university. I'm not some person who has a... Um, bounce back story, testimonial, making six figures after locking off uni. Or Nope. I was miserable. I was depressed. I was alone. I was in my head. I wasn't speaking to people and I, I wasn't letting them speak to me. I was very, very, very far gone. I didn't think I'd be able to get from the edge, right? But something happened in 2020 that said, you know, you deserve another chance. You've got another chance. Go get it. And now I'm using it. I'm happy but I'm also well aware that other people are not necessarily happy for me because I genuinely think they wanted me to fail and I don't think it's even that simplistic understanding of jealousy that we pretend to have right this whole someone is jealous someone is jealous I think people are really convoluted in their mind I think they think people are competition when they're not I, I think people are worried about others doing better than them because they're not happy with who they are right and it's a misery and it manifests in so many ways and in in a lot I'm seeing it indiscriminately in a lot of dynamics it's it's celebrated but it's such an unhealthy way to live when people that you're supposed to be sharing love care and joy with you're secretly resenting and wanting to do better than to boost your self-esteem And it's sad, right? Because a couple of weeks, years ago, I used to say to myself, what am I doing? What am I living for? Who am I achieving for? And it's as if God has said, you know, you might as well just have to achieve out of spite at this point. Because I didn't have um, a last star for life. I didn't have a internal desire to smash goals and be the best, as they say in quotation marks. I just wanted to be better and be me. But I didn't even have a benchmark, I didn't even have a baseline because I was, I was failing at so many things. I wasn't doing well in my degree, I wasn't doing well in um, the job market, I wasn't doing well with my self-esteem. It was like everything was sliding against me. And the moment I'm clamouring that back, I'm hearing comments from people, that I'm just like, wow, you're not happy for me. Like, and you're, And that's okay, but you don't get to be in my life if you're not happy for me. That is a zero tolerance approach. Because all of that negativity is completely infecting my sense of self. People ask why I'm so keen to be alone. Because at least then I can control my stimuli. My external world, I don't know what's going to happen. But at least internally, even if I bloody was to hate myself, at least I know what that hate is and how far that hate can go. Whereas others, I don't know the extent to which they're willing to go to destroy me. Right? People just have this analogy in their head that destroying someone can only happen physically. You know, you've got to beat a person up, you've got to um, threaten their life, whatever. But even just the emotional torture, the psychological torture, the verbal torture that people put on you, it's, it's, it's deliberate and it's a mark of not respecting another human being. That's a fact. They just don't care to say, you know what? this person is going through life and is struggling and I want to be there. It's just this person is not serving my needs and whatever needs they have are built up in resentment or an idealistic view of what they think life should be for either you or themselves. And so you become a villain that they need to destroy. Um, destroy. It's a manufacturer. It's a manufacturer. Like, people genuinely do manufacture these things and they are so angry with others who don't fall into what they think is an ideal life. They don't fall into the category of who they want to be. They just don't want it. Because if it's not their way, it's the highway. You don't know who you're going to be when you're living your life, but sometimes other people do. They see it and they're scared to tell you because that would mean that in some respect, you're better than them. And as sad as it is to say, this might have been the impetus I needed because I didn't know what I was doing. But now I'm just like, I might just stunt on these people just for the sake of stunting. Just just for the sake of, I was not going to do it, right? I was going to mind my business and do my work and know that the person I am and the knowledge I have is my own and it's what God has given me and I don't have to flaunt it but now God is trying to tell me shine reflect the love and mercy I've given off of you the glory so I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna do it for me but I'm gonna do it mostly for God because I realize he's given me a lot of chances and wants me to, con- to continue on on my way without um Without, without doubt, without doubt. I think that's a key thing, without doubt. Because I've been doubting myself for a long time, fear. But why? What do you achieve when you're scared? What do you achieve when you're worried? What do you achieve when you're stagnant, you know? Um, I'm going to achieve more because God has decided it, right? And um, I'm never going to let anyone who is negative or 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 self-doubting in my head ever again. They will never get to speak to me ever again. They will never get to bask in my success and joy and love ever again. We're not doing these things, but in 2022, it's enough now i realized I have nothing but time and energy on my hands. I have to use it wisely. Um, I'm going to be more productive. I I woke up. I did all the things I was supposed to do on my to-do list. I even ate oats with chia seeds and more. And um, I gave myself a bit of a rest because I was bloody exhausted. But I told myself that this is the start of a new month. This is the start of a new year. And I am ready to take it by the horns and just join myself out there wherever possible. And um, yeah, that's the goal for the the rest of my life. That's the goal. So I'm seeing where this attitude takes me. I hope God has something good in store for me, something great in store for me, because I trust him. I haven't trusted anyone more than God. And um, I don't even trust myself. However, I see like, what I can achieve when I do just wholeheartedly believe in him because everything that he has done for me has given me a way to do more. Every single day I'm like, ah oh, nah, I'm not this, I'm not that. And then he just says, oh, I've got a way for you. I've got a way for like He always brings away and I, and I couldn't be happier and I'm grateful and I'm not going to lack him because that would be wrong. So, yes, in fulfilling of God's greatness, I am going to get my work done, be disciplined, not be distracted, be honourable, lie not, better myself, preserve myself, be healthy, eat clean up, you know, just respect body, mind and soul, every element, see what God has in store and never ever doubt him again just just trust that he his way is the best way and he's right in giving me these gifts that he did give me you know i need to look at that commencement speech by Beyonce again because it's like saying you have a duty to share that gift right i never thought about it like that i just thought this is mine of my ownership, God gave me the ability to write, but I ain't gonna share it because I was, I was feeling, someone else. I like, might frame it as selfish, but I just was genuinely very anxious. Like I was genuinely very anxious. I did not want critique, I didn't want commentary. I didn't want these things in my life that I had made personally to become public property by, by way of sharing this talent that vulnerability i wasn't there you know you see people write the most vulnerable pieces whether it's musicians or writers or filmmakers in the late late stages of their lives because it's kind of like i've got nothing to lose but i'm early i'm new to the game i think a lot of people are new to the game and what doesn't get spoken about is the fact that when you do share this kind of stuff it gets used against you right And there's one thing to, there's one thing to do, which is to get, um, there's one thing you can do, which is to be held accountable for the things that um, can get used against you. But another thing, another way is that it could just be used to destroy you. Like, you have to see it in, okay, these are my flaws, and I'm going to better myself so it doesn't get used against me. Right. Because the position you're in is not who you will be forever. And I thought to myself, okay, so what am I marking on the wall? As they say, touch wood, not mark on the wall. It's all all synonyms of the same premise. The foundation, the house I'm building for myself inside my heart and body has to be strong. It cannot be fragile. It cannot be rented by anybody. My body's a temple. Right? and I have a respect it as such. And in that honouring, I have to say some people have got to leave, right? And only the loving ones will stay. And I have to learn to love the ones in my life better, improve upon little things like communication and care and kindness and, and even creativity. I owe it to my friends to do better. I owe it to my cousins to do better. I owe it to people who actually gave, gave a damn about me at my lowest to do better at least for them but also for me because at the end of the day is my life. It's my quality of life. And I don't know why, but these past few years all the news has been really scary. I never used to really listen to the news. But the news has been horrifying. The news has said like, you know, there's no point trying. Everyone's gonna die. Blah blah blah. And I've said to myself, Okay, and I've succumbed. But now I'm saying no and never again we're gonna try. At the end of the day, this life is not forever. And I keep thinking of this module that I was able to take called Black Freedom Struggles. And um, in learning from the introduction, there's something that my director uh, director lecturer said and that was about like right, this going beyond civil rights and um, voting rights and this being about human rights. And I'm like, that's the trick. It's the conception of freedom as beyond the institutions of state, right? It's about community, it's about care, it's about life beyond the legislative, beyond the executive. I did an episode before about law as life, but that was just more to see how law and our norms, because law is basically just norms, underpin so much of our life. But there's also a whole area outside the law, that extra legal territory that we engage all the time. Things we do in private, the things we don't want regulated or want or, or want to be known. These things are just as important to who we are, right? Because there are a lot of people who look at asylums and refugees are not legitimised by the state. The apparatus that exists there, that, that that conditional citizenship, gives you access to so much. But come on, we've seen what second-class citizenry is, right? We've seen um, slaves being three-fifths of a human being. We've seen women being the rib of a man. Like, we know what it means to not be whole, right? We're looking always for people to complete us, right? Or, or states to confirm us, right, because that provides us an air of legitimacy that says you get, you now get access to public life, but there are so many who exist on these fringes, right, how do they get freedom, right, okay, we pull them into the state, the, the violence of the state, bear in mind, because there's a legitimacy there, but there's also a state sanctioned violence, right, and that's why I just love the word black freedom struggles as opposed to black civil rights movement or black politics. Like, freedom. What is freedom? Like, That's the first question you have to ask yourself. What is freedom? Me, I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't know. Right? There's so much more to do. And I'm just looking forward to it, and I have to do it in the spaces that work for me, right? I wouldn't even say I've made mistakes. I'm sure there's many other people who have, like, I've um, I've had mishaps, right? But um, I'm, I'm backing up. I don't want to say I'm back, but I'm backing up into who I used to be, and um, I'm enjoying it. I know it's gonna get harder, but I'm kind of relishing it now. You know, you get kind of bored of of monotony and repeatedly failing and struggling, you just want to get shit done, so I'm, I'm on that train now and where we go from here will be interesting, I was thinking yesterday, oh you know, I've got to make a 10-year plan, what am I going to do here, here, here and here, and I'm just like, in reality, a bee, don't know, a bee, don't know, like, I don't know, but I'm going to survive it and I'm going to do well, and I'm um, the goal is to have that tech job, that tech job in 10 years, right? That's pretty much like my only focus, which is so sad. But that tech trained job in 10 years. Lots of money in the bank saved. A better sense of self and health, happiness and joy, care amongst community, which includes friends and good me- and good family members. More kindness, more creativity, as I always say. Um, We are, and and more activism, you know, more collective action. You know, it's one thing to just be, right? But it's another thing to exist amongst others. And we don't get anywhere without uniform progress, you know? So that's important to me. With my little creative delections, I hope there's a book somewhere ready For me to um, write my heart out and my life out. And um, not as an autobiography, but just like as, as a, as a tool of, 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 dare I say anatomy, you know, just to pick out different parts of what it means to be human and put it on paper is the goal for me. Um, And... I don't know how long that's going to take. I don't know. Like, I can't even pretend. But I feel like there is no better time than now. There's so much going on, right? There's so much nepotism out here of who knows who and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just trying to be me. And I'm realising, you know, sometimes me and me ain't enough. I need to do more. I need to branch out. I need to connect. I need to reconnect. I need to know and learn and love. And that is... That is... Um, the next step, perfecting, right? We put all the rough edges already. Now we have to clean it up, round out the edges, sharpen up, create more, collect more, you know, just collect more expertise, collect more skills, collect more inspiration, experiences, like just Come on, Cork's like, we're we're doing more. We are doing so much more now. (laughs) Laugh more. Live life more. uh, Branch out more. Um, Eat more. Eat more, man. Nourish your body. Don't starve yourself. You're a human being. You need energy. Energy comes from food devour what is inside don't really think about age as a benchmark just think life is to be lived you know because there are people who are dying at 27 that will do more than someone who dies at 87 so the goal is always to make the output as as rich as possible and sometimes that's extra judicial output sometimes that's not um Output that comes from a school or university, or um, a courtroom, or some kind of institution. Sometimes it's just being you. Sometimes it's just being you outside of these spaces, right? Because I am who I am, right? You know, my work is my work, but I am who I am. I might have to rewatch what happened this moment because that documentary just it gets me. It gets me, no, and, um, and and I want other other people to get me to some extent. Yeah, I know i will never be fully understood. I don't think that's the purpose of life. I think the purpose of life is to be lived. And if you want to get on that bandwagon, then great. And if they don't, then cool. And I'm okay for being vulnerable. I'm willing to be, um, i to be unsure, and 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 un and unworthy sometimes when I try but all in all I hope to do everything that God ordained for me so before I dwell on anything further I just want to say thank you for listening to this episode I'm gonna grab me some food I didn't even see the meal I was gonna make today I didn't even see my wardrobe I'm wondering if I have the food that I thought I had I've finished already but um yeah I'm dealing with that and uh I will get back to you all with another episode soon hopefully with some great stuff to share and um I will focus on friendships right like healthy friendships not like <laughs> people with like different intentions and and covert covert um yeah, covert intentions, just people who accept my evolution and creativity and are keen to help me explore it in the safety of their lives as well as my own so thank you for listening to this lovely episode and I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've um have in sharing it and um yes I shall speak to you later Bye and take care.